Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits here in sunny Santa Cruz at the Recycle Garage. We got a big, big crowd today. Lots going on. Let's uh, do a roll call here. This is Liza. We got Douglas. Hello. Adrian. Hello. Lucas. Good. Megan. Hey. Jake. Bonjour. Ahi Tuna Girl. Hey. Donut. Hello. Carl. Hello. And Justin. Yep. Leave and the some alone. dog. So, um, usually we cover what we did today, but since that's our main topic, I'm going to start with what we did yesterday, because none of you here were for that. We're here. I started taking apart the Gooch, which is going to get a new name, I've decided. Don't know what it is yet. Had to cut all those nice pieces, that Douglas, that you welded on there for all oh, the that, electrical. That's a beautiful welding idea. I don't know how you got the electrical rerouted through the frame in that path. That I had to like completely unplug everything to get it unrouted. You did a good job on that, by nice. the way. Um, now I have to figure out how to undo it all. And took uh, the old tank off and making the seat work. And I bought those new shocks for it that were four inches over. And I learned the lesson that you can't just slap an extra four inches onto a bike and think that it'll work. I was going such a different place with that. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I think we just let that one go. No point. Yeah. So I had to put those on the shelf and order some more shocks. Just a little... All I need is another two inches to, to do what I need. <laughs> I've one. never yeah. heard that Everyone before. Everyone always yeah. needs another two inches. Sometimes bigger isn't better. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, um, Mike came over to replace his master cylinder, to re re rebuild the master cylinder on his Connie, as he's calling it, the concourse. Mm -hmm. Which, and this, Douglas, this was a where I... A lesson learned on the, um, what was that stupid bike that Zoe bought off of Eason who oh, bought off of you? Who bought, the Sabre. The Sabre. She actually bought that? I think so. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, remember when yeah. we could never get the clutch working, right? Right. right. So Mike was rebuilding it. We couldn't get it to work. It actually kept sucking fluid in as he was trying to bleed it, and I thought he was just an idiot because he didn't know how to bleed. So... Um, I said, wait a minute, maybe that hole is clogged. Because at, I remember we took it to Jim Cycle because we couldn't figure out the clutch for anything. And he just took a paper clip and <laughs> unclogged the hole. Said, you're done. Is it's that, fixed. That paper clip. Wow. <laughs> he unclogged the hole. Unclogged right, the right. hole. Precision. And well, uh, so I did excuse. that on mics. You do not. You're not in high school anymore. <laughs> I did that on mics. We just, I just took the wire and we unclogged the hole magically. It started working right. And so we were out here till midnight last night getting that done. Well, it's way past your bedtime. So way past my bedtime. I'm old, you know. So anyway, so that was exciting. He's got that working. And now he took it for a ride up the highway. Oh, Megan discovered my cookies. Oh. The Girl Scouts are in town. They're no longer eating cookies. I thought I hid those. Man. Um, he went uh, for a short ride on that, and now he's he's planning his trip to Grand Canyon. On the concourse? On the concourse. Does he have the crutches mount yet? <laughs> yeah. He's tasted freedom on a touring bike, and a he is bike. ready to go. I told him maybe he should go to Zion since that seems to be a big hit lately. Um, Are we assured that it's mechanically sound enough to make it there and back? No. No. Not on a <laughs> That's optional for long distance trips. No. <laughs> what are you, a wuss? And it's, he had a ride home last night when it was raining and the tires are bald. I want a cookie. He's going to have a fun time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we got his bike working better actually the leak is gone so that's good. good remember he was saying can i just keep riding with a leak i'm like well you don't need a clutch i don't remember that sure actually i rode my connie with a leak for six months <laughs> i had a cracked cr clutch cover and uh it wasn't until it actually began to leave rainbows in the rain that i fixed it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. those things are tanks and we're still trying to find a new piston for his brake caliper on the cb 550 it turns out because I'm taking all these parts off the CB900C and they're not going to work, which sucks. I don't know why hmm. Honda has to use so many different parts. Solid. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so that's what we did yesterday. So, Lucas, you have a porn pick? Yeah, I do. Um, now, 
Uh, get it for you? If you could go ahead and give me back the phone. There you go. Uh, I had the phone. No CBRs. Twice. Yes, CBRs. Oh. I actually found uh, yes. Drone. Yeah, I was. I looked at a bunch of dirt bikes, but none of them are like really that good of a deal. But then I found a uh, 92 CBR 600 uh, F2, and it's $450. It's Whoa. got all the fairings. Uh, they're all in decent, good condition. Um, the fairings are not What's... on the bike. Though. They're not on the bike. It's the guy says that um, he wanted to make a track bike, and then now he just like gave up on that, and he's selling it for really cheap, just because he doesn't care and he wants to get it out of his garage and that kind of thing. So, uh, if you want to go buy a CBR and you're willing to just put the fairings on, then uh, which well, is a good. task in itself. Donut's a professional. <laughs> <laughs> 450 yeah, bucks is worth buying it just <laughs> to part it out on eBay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's a really good deal. And it says here, uh, it's got 26,661 miles. Uh, he's changed all the fluids, new gauge cluster, new seat cover. Um, and with these bikes, you probably need to go ahead and replace all the seals, uh, redo the suspension, uh, probably do a valve adjustment. Probably going to need an engine. Probably going <laughs> to need some wheels. Is, uh, you're probably like, going to need a handlebars and a new brakes. Frame, new and, subframes. Uh, yeah, you're going to need a seat and there, a gas There tank. are so many of these bikes out there for a song. Like, you can just find all the parts you need secondhand, you know. So you could put this thing back together for, like, you know, just an extra 100, 200 bucks, and then it would run perfectly, you know. So that's a really good deal if you're trying to get into uh, street bikes. Yeah, it says um, he's got in. My interest has turned towards adventure riding. So there my track go. days are over. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That's a deal right there. I want I want his uh, number, his advertiser number, uh -huh. because there will soon be a BMW GS. Very, <laughs> yeah. <with> very low <laughs> miles. Yeah. <laughs> for sale. Yep. Cool, that sounds like a good deal. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Do not contact me with unsolicited services or offers. <coughs> <laughs> as well as do not attempt to lowball me. For $450, you can't go much lower than that. You, you right. would be crazy, people, dude. They'll <laughs> lowball anything. That's right. Live weed, chickens. Yeah. Cool, thanks. So, Megan has a porn pick. Okay, <laughs> what'd you find? I found a CRF 230 for $1,700. Plated? No. What year? It's uh, 03. That's the cheapest one that's on Craigslist right now. In the Bay Area. I know. That's pretty much what you rode today. Yeah, so. it is. So uh, what would you do for that bike? <laughs> it's not my up-the-butt bike. <laughs> not quite yet. Haven't, no. <laughs> not the up-the-butt up bike, Should but we... Lucas, if you want to find something, go yes. ahead. <laughs> I'll find something. We should have like an intermediary between like mm. the butt bike. We should have like the get peed on bike. <laughs> okay, Lucas, what if your I'll get peed on? <laughs> oh, that's a good category. <laughs> Would you get peed on for the death trap? <laughs> no. Would you it's the death trap. You get peed on. on. For what else do we have to borrow? A Jixer 750. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. But I got one already, so it's not necessary. Ah, but do you have the add-ons and the go-fast parts and the hot cams and everything yeah, else? Yeah, I do. Well, no, actually, some hot cams would be good. Would you get peed on for a recycled T-shirt now available for twenty dollars? Please email me. You're in sample, not needed. Adrian, let's. We saved most of this podcast about what we did today yep. and what we did today is mostly in part because of you yeah so um the vampires do a my muddy valentine event which we didn't promo this much this year because i wanted to do a crossover event with you guys um because when i've come to the garage um there's a lot of street riding that goes on a lot of street tracking and everything to do with pavements however there's not been much dirt here in fact i think when I asked everybody, nobody had done dirt before. So the vampires do a My Muddy Valentine, which we didn't promote all that much this time because we wanted to do a crossover with you guys. Because when I've been to the garage, there's not been much dirt experience here. Um, and I think dirt is a critical part of any sort of riding. It makes you a better street rider. It makes you a better everything. So um, I talked to all my dirt friends and got some loader bikes set up a date um, with you guys, and took you to Hollister. That's the Hollister Hills SFR, or State Vehicle Recreational Area. SVRA. SVRA, yeah. Um, and I have to say today, the conditions were absolutely epic. Yeah. Uh, we had some rain about a week and a half ago that really soaked in, 
and then it dried out. I mean, they closed down uh, some of the trails because they got too muddy. And then last night we had a little sprinkling that got everything just a little bit moist, but they still kept everything open. And we didn't really hit the really snotty sections, but it made it all <coughs> okay. I want to the say, I think Justin hit. hit the snotty section by the <laughs> lift of his bike. Yes. And he hit it on its side, too. I hit it. I hit a... No, that was not a snotty section. That was uh, that was a large mud puddle, which is what happens when you take your very large motorcycle and try and chase the smaller motorcycle. Yes. <laughs> the so. snotty section was more... I hit a section where I totally lost any sort of traction, and my speedometer was bouncing around 45 to 50, and I was hopping it on one foot. <laughs> and yeah, that was not the truly snotty sections. Uh, that was just the medium sections. So um, I grabbed the loners and I brought them here and we got people and we took all the people who had never done dirt before or in some cases hadn't really ridden before and threw them out there. Some of it was trial by fire. I'm like, okay, here's the clutch, here's the brake, here's the gas, go. Um, and others we actually gave a little bit of instruction to. So I want to go around for everybody who has been here and say what they felt like they got out of today. Um, oh. I'll start. I'll start. Okay, yeah. Me, I mean, me, me. That was one of the, like, for as long as you've been motorcycling, you haven't done much dirt. So. No, I haven't. Um, I've been riding once, no instruction, just borrowed bike, let's go hit a field. So, um, yeah, I wanted to thank you for actually organizing this. Uh, you did take the time to give us instructions, and I've never been given that kind of information. I was so diligently trying to follow and like sliding up on the tank and now I gotta squeeze and now I gotta <laughs> do all this stuff. I was trying and I have to say I was riding the XL175 which I thought performed excellently for it a beat up old snotter itself. Definitely. Yep. Well I mean one of the loaners I wasn't able to get was an XR200 of about the same age range as that one. Uh, however its carbs were still having a little bit of problem the other night so it didn't come along. So um yeah, I thought the conditions were great. I was a little reserved about going, and I thought, oh, I, I, I can't, I'm too old to be falling down and getting <laughs> hurt. Can't deal with it. Um, I was rather pleased with the, the roads you took, the instruction you gave. I felt good and comfortable on it. There, until um, after we did two laps on that trail. Oh, and, and we lost everyone because I realized I did not commit to memory what everyone was wearing because it was not the ah, usual yes. gear I'm used to, <laughs> nor was it the usual bikes. And there was a point where we're at this rally point. We're all sitting there waiting and I'm waiting. And I look around and realized I didn't know anyone around me. <laughs> <laughs> and like, where did everyone go? It was just, I think, uh, Jake and... Dan was with us mm -hmm. and I'm like I don't know where they went we just started heading we got yeah. lost we ended nice. up at some other campground someplace because cool. we missed the other road to go back but we had a good ride and fun and had fun yeah uh, the reason that that got slightly dismayed and broken up was I had to go back for some parts that had <laughs> fallen off of my bike well, some very critical parts some very critical parts one of which I didn't find but I yeah. think fallen you is the wrong word Okay, yeah. um, <laughs> when landing a jump, they got sucked up into my rear wheel and snapped off. Exploded off? That would be off? his okay, license off. plate. Yeah, so I no longer have a license plate and or brake lights or rear signals or pretty much anything back there. Did you, you didn't stop at the rate at the station and see if anybody turned it in? Um, I was going to call, so... Um, if not, I get to figure out how to do DMV paperwork. But sorry, let's. So I just have to say, so we we did a couple laps. I was feeling pretty good about it. I thought I was going like, I ended up riding alone a lot of time because I couldn't keep up with you fast kids. But I was a little faster than the newer kids. Mm -hmm. I I felt comfortable. It was good. Two laps around that, we head back, and I realized my legs were jello. Ah. Done. Yep. Yep. I, because I was trying to stand up, you told me to, and I'm like, mm -hmm. but I, I have arthritis, I can't. But I did. Well, the more you work it, the stronger your knees will get. I mean, my knees used to be crap, honestly. Uh, they're clicking, making noise, so I started doing dirt riding, bicycling, and the muscles have tightened up, and they're good. I was feeling a little sucky that I'm like so old and out of shape, and my legs are jello, jello and I felt much better when Jake just completely <laughs> got the, she got like the, um, the scarecrow's legs, and went, <laughs> and flopped on the ground. In my defense, I and had I'm, jumped off of a trailer, and I had ridden for like Which was four two hours. feet high. <laughs> yes. You know what? And I was like, okay, I don't feel so bad. That oh. made me feel good for falling. I'm glad I make you Who feel else like wants so. to share? Well, I actually got one question. Did you crash at all? No. Okay. Cool. Good. 
Go ahead, Jake. Um, I'll go next. This was my first time dirt bike riding, and I rode a TTR 125, which was insanely fun. And um, I didn't keep up at first because I didn't really have any idea what I was doing. But then I kind of slowly got faster, and it was really incredible. Well, you're still just learning how to use a clutch and yeah. everything. So. I shifted up to second gear, so that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you shifted and you didn't stall it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Kinda. Most, most of the time. Most, most of the time. <laughs> I had to have some help restarting it a couple times. Most times. But it was really incredible. And then I did um, I did some junk jumps on uh, Liza's XL175. And I think I got a solid, like, seven inches of air, and it was really incredible. <laughs> how, how high do you think she was getting? We, we got it on, on uh, yeah, about half a foot, a little bit more. Yeah. We that got was, some video was, of that. It, it was really incredible. And I don't want to say it was easier than I thought it would be, but I didn't suck as hard as I thought I did. So <laughs> You picked it up very fast. Thank you. Kind you of were really, really effect. good. Thank you. It was, it was one of the funner things I've ever done. <laughs> so, uh, the big question is, uh, do you want a dirt bike now? Yes. Okay, my job here is done. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh my god. My tummy is That was Megan's like stomach. Was that you? Oh my god. Do you want to go outside and get rid of that? Or yeah. <laughs> you got to sleep with her tonight. <laughs> you got some, some poo-poo problems? No, I'm good. Brewing just... there? I love. We'll see. That's more like um, chest um, burster. Chest burster. <laughs> <laughs> They're called methane snuggles. It's like a creature from Alien trying to get out. Yep. <laughs> so, um, okay, hello, Megan. Hello, honey. Hello, my baby. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've done some dirt beforehand. Yes. So what were your experiences today? Um, I had a lot of fun. Um, What'd I, you ride? I rode a CRF 230 and I really liked it. It was really light. Um, last time I rode your DR 250 and that just felt too heavy for me. Um, and yeah, it was really light. It sped up nicely with me on it. Um, I had a lot of fun. Definitely the confidence went up. Okay. Um, yeah, I had a great time. There's, yeah, I want to go again. Yeah. Definitely. ASAP. Okay. Um, so, um, that's one of the things with the confidence I actually want to point out for, when, as you're learning to ride, a lot of people get into, you have to trust the machines. I mean, you saw the TT track. Mm-hmm. Um, There's some people who were pushing the bike down to like 30 degrees almost, and still maintaining it and still sliding around. Um, or if you saw them out on the trails, screaming by, you have a lot more traction than people think they do on yeah. the tires. So a lot of getting faster and getting used to dirt is just trusting your machine yeah. and learning your machines. No, the only, I mean that and the bike, the only complaint I had was that I had a really hard time shifting it. And yeah. I know I wasn't the only one that was on that bike. bike. That was, it, it was impossible to shift, especially downshifting. I didn't even use first gear. You'd yeah. start off in second gear. Yeah, I couldn't use first gear. Third and, but if you needed to go back into second gear, when you needed it to, it would go straight it, all the way down to first. Yeah, it was really hard to shift. You. And so, like, when we were going downhill, I had a really hard time uh, mm-hmm. shifting down. Yeah, to that slow was hard down. to work around. That was really difficult. But okay. I. Any panic moments going downhill that you were like, oh my god, I'm gonna crash, I'm gonna crash, I'm gonna crash? I, I had a couple no. when I was riding behind her. <laughs> like, you're going way too fast. Yeah, oh, he down. told me He told me after we got, he's like, you went way too fast for downhill. I was like, I can't. I couldn't downshift. Uh, I didn't crash, so. Woo. So you didn't crash at all today. I tipped the bike over in the sand once, uh, and I wasn't really even moving. And she picked it up and all I by herself. And picked it up all by myself. <laughs> As Douglas was watching, us, he can help her. <laughs> no, it's good. It's uh, good. Carl and I were just like, like, yeah, she's got to do it. No, it's <laughs> good. I was uh, like, I was able. When I crashed your DR250, I was able to pick that up, but that pulled my back mm-hmm. when I was picking that up. Um, yeah, the DRZ250 is heavier. It was a lot heavier, so you I know, felt I hear, good being able to pick it up. I hear that's how most people actually break their collarbone, is picking that's it back up. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Shush. No <laughs> it's because they go way too fast. <laughs> or people like trying to Douglas. Passing quads left and right. What is the right way to pick up a bike? Because you know what I've seen. Uh, Squat, pick it up behind you. Yeah, that's what I thought. I've seen everyone you just squat down and no, then you really? stand really what it up you do backwards. is you you pick it up and you use your back and you twist a little bit on the way up that's how you pick up the bike. or you spread your arms out on the handlebars and try and lift it up sideways yeah. that's how you really do it yeah. that um, works only if you're really really upset <laughs> and then you just hulk out and you toss it back onto the other side oh man yes 
Um, but yeah, the 230, that um, transmission problem is known for that bike. Yeah. Antonio and I have been trying to fix it because honestly, uh, we've beaten the piss out of it. Mm -hmm. um, but I just want to, yeah, thanks to Cindy Creech for loaning that to us. Yeah, we've done very awesome. bad things to her bike so far. <laughs> <laughs> but we've also given her new suspension. It also like did the hill climb today. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that big scary hill climb by the TT track, mm -hmm. um, it climbed it just fine. Mm -hmm. yep. I wish I own my own, and my other only complaint was that I wish I could have gone out more, but my foot was really hurting mm -hmm. and it was starting to get distracting. Um, so that made it impossible. It's okay. We can cut that off. Hey, well, Megan and Jake, <laughs> what, tell me about that one road y'all went on that you're saying had ruts that led off the side of a cliff. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was the yeah. one you didn't go on. That was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no I had you. fun on that, it, but I'm afraid of heights, so. Ah. Yeah, that was my one. Okay. Um, yeah. it's not the oh, fall, Megan, did you get any landing. jumps in today? Yeah, I got some air. Cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was fun. Okay. Um, so, Tona, yeah, today was a good time. I uh, got the same bike Jake was on. She let me ride the TTR 125 a couple times, and uh, yeah, it was really fun just pushing it and... Uh, kind of getting back into the grooves of the dirt. I think today was the great experience because I finally crashed. I finally fell off a bike and, you know, kind of got the feel of the dirt. Mm -hmm. Was it running when you crashed it? <laughs> you know, it wasn't running. So let it me may explain. not be running, but it was going at a fairly high rate of speed. Okay. So let me explain. I was uh, I went up the hill climb, and about I don't know three quarters of the way up there, three I was quarters, yeah. I was super manning, and I just couldn't couldn't hold on, so I just dropped it. And then I stood up there for about five ten minutes, figuring out what I was gonna do, and I dabbled in a lot of the uh, picking up the bike in the weird. Uh, twisty. back twisty yeah. yeah and this is like Bison. a really steep slope too so it's, it's not really, it's not it easy to maneuver terrifying. a bike <laughs> yeah. Yeah. not at all and i was sliding i slid down probably half the slope just trying mm -hmm. to pick it up so finally i decided i was just gonna roll back down um and the bike wouldn't kick start so i just jumped on and um you probably could have bump started yes. with a velocity yeah. <laughs> yeah. absolutely could have bump started it yeah a note on big hill on big uh downhills the thing you need to remember as you're coming up and the, the ground drops out is you need to be at peace with yourself. Right. <laughs> because you're going to come to the bottom one way or another. <laughs> this is true. Right. That is so all that matters is how, you sh how much style you have at the bottom. So, but you know you're going to get to your destination. Right. So you <laughs> she had style. There was no yeah, style. style. Yeah, man. It was actually the only, well, it was the only thing you could do. To stop yourself in time before you hit the fence. <laughs> I, I saw the fence coming up really fast, and I was like, I'm going to hit break. that thing. Yeah. So I just there, threw there, it away for a break time. <laughs> yeah. As you hit the flat point with up. that velocity, I'm like, we got a hospital visit coming. <laughs> I hope Cindy doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Actually, this is Antonio's bike. This is Antonio's bike. Oh, he okay. He'll appreciate this, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Antonio, if you decide to listen to this, at the bottom of the psych hill, um, oh, sorry, not psych hill, uh, but the hill climb by the TT track that scares the piss out of all new riders, um, your bike did a wonderful slide across just before the fence. And I apologize for the damage done to the... Uh... It's okay, you, we'll be repairing that. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's one of the things with the loaner bikes. Uh, if we break them, we fix them. Yep. So that's one of the running rules. I would like to say, though, that that little bike is incredible it mm -hmm. runs amazingly and it shifts amazingly and it takes hills and ruts like a champ yep. so amen that uh first yeah first kick when it came off the truck yeah mm -hmm. then it died and we did many kicks after <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it was, was kind right of hard to start but so um besides your epic crash um was there anything else that went wrong or um well actually at one point we were on the trails and uh Adrian decided he was going to stop following me and just go off on his own. And that was a that was a, kind of a, a nice point during the ride. I felt like I was doing something good, you know. He no longer thinks I'm going to kill myself while riding. Uh, so. Or I was bored. Or he was bored. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, the truth comes Zing. 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 <laughs> no, I, I think I already did give you some of the feedback that you needed of, you know, yes, you have to ram your balls into the tank. Yes, keep your foot out forward. Uh, if you're going to even take your foot off the peg. Um, and it's not a mountain bike. And it's not a sport bike. It's a completely different animal. So, um, anything else you want to add in? That was good. Cool. Yeah, good day, fun day. Thank you for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Carl, you're actually one of the more experienced dirt riders here. Which is really scary because I have like 
six days of dirt riding experience. Like I barely ridden a dirt bike, actually. Yes. <laughs> but that still counts for a lot. Yeah, here, I guess. So how was your day? That was great. Uh, I swept the ride most of today. Mm -hmm. uh, so I got to ride behind pretty much everybody at some point. Thank you for uh, that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think the only time I actually had to help somebody was Justin. <laughs> after <Yeah. laughs> That mud puddle snuck up on him in all fairness. It was hiding <laughs> behind a turn. and, and he, It jumped out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, what, what were you riding today? So I was riding my Yamaha WR250F. So did you buy that? You said you only had a few days of riding. So is that yes. new to you? It is new to me. It is a 2006. I bought it from a guy in San Luis Obispo who had ridden it at Hollister twice since 2006. So wow. it actually has, it still has the stock tires on it, which are oh, no shit. getting replaced. So you're committed. You're all in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I So Adrian taught me to ride uh, dirt. And, and um, nonetheless, he's still good. Take that back. Unfair. Who, no. I want to just say, um, when we were both on enduro fuck-all heavy bikes today, who was ahead of who? <laughs> <laughs> and who taught me? Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so I rode Adrian's uh, uh, DRZ, the 250. Yeah, at one point... At one point, Carl and I switched real quick because I wanted to try out his bike because I'm thinking of getting a Yamaha too. And uh, the different, the weight difference between y'all's two bikes is just the BR is that much lighter. It is that. It much feels lighter. like it weighs half the weight wow. of the DR. Yeah, and, I, and, and I don't, this I, it rides a little higher than I was than I thought it would, Carl. Yeah. But uh, other than that, man, it felt great. The 2006 models still have a steel frame, which mine has. Uh, the newer ones have an aluminum frame, so it's even lighter. I imagine slider. I don't know for sure. Yeah. Boy. Okay. Uh, did you crash it all today? Did I crash it all? I don't think so. <laughs> nope. You're already at the point where, like, it's just. Either if I he do, crashed it and hit his head. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't remember? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, actually, when you ride enough dirt, you're like, okay, did I crash today or not? No, nothing. Because sometimes your crashes in the dirt can be very fuzzy. When you're going up a hill in the middle of a big canyon, and you stop and you fall three degrees to the right, is that a crash? Because you're laying yeah. against the ground, you're not moving forward. I think if you are separated from the bike, that's a crash. Okay. Well, let's see. We're already dis discussing what is a well, crash. Yeah. He didn't get separated from the bike today. It's true. No, yeah. It's he true. was under the bike. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. And he was wearing safety gear, so he's completely fine. Not a scratch. Not rope. a scratch on you, dude. Pretty Pretty much the thing did exactly what I thought it was. Exactly. Yeah. Slid right up your arm. And it was the perfect slide because it's how I was it, sliding. It so. stayed with the ground, it, didn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. That's Good. why you wear the jersey. Okay. Um, Justin, what were you on today? <laughs> I was on Kate. My uh, Kate 460 is? pound BMW F800 GS <laughs> with tires that are probably due to replacement, but you know. Who cares? And how was your dirt experience? Um, it is an exercise in kinetic management. <laughs> <laughs> right. The, the thing to remember about the large enduro bikes is, are they absolutely faster? Yes. Are you Mario Cuomo or uh, Cyril Dupree? No. Uh, if you don't know who they are, then you probably shouldn't be riding a great big adventure bike. Those guys can take a six, uh, KTM 690 and rail it on whatever, but they're also six foot something and professional riders. I am neither. <laughs> I, I have to say though, Justin did a great job today. I was, you know, I, I was behind Justin for a big chunk of today, and <laughs> when when you come up learning to ride on the street, you you kind of feel like. Anytime the rear end starts to step out, you're going to crash. Like, that's a horrible thing. And Justin had the rear end on his bike sliding around all day like a champ. No problems at all. He had great confidence. So. Pin it and pray. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's not correct. On the big problem with the larger bikes is, there, is with the they have so many more ponies that when you do like a hill climb, I've done the big hill. Um, on Kate. On Kate. With new tires. You can't pin it. True. You have too much torque on the rear. Yeah. You have to like get into second and crack a quarter throttle. And that's because if you do more, your front end's going to come off the ground and you're going to end up, you know, 
with your $10,000 motorcycle on top of you, mm-hmm. which is both humiliate, humiliating and expensive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I did have our first casing almost swapping paint with Adrian. This is true. Um, we've done some sideways rubbing, but this is the first time you've almost run me over. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Almost run you over while you were on the motorcycle. True. <laughs> because we run each other over when we're off the motorcycle. Very true. Very true. So, yeah. Um, uh, yes. Um, because as is wont to happen, um, when you have two people riding very close or riding a long period of time like we have, mm-hmm. it gets a little competitive. Um, Just a smidge. That's an understatement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, when he takes off from the stop ahead of everybody, it's like, no, no, that's not going to happen. And for the record, I was on my street or my Terra 650 Husqvarna, which is lighter than the F800. But new tires. And I had a new front tire. Rear was kind of worn, but new front tire is also very heavy. Um, compared to everything else I ride. So it was sort of like in Dust t- to Glory, the sudden race breaking out for 129th. <laughs> yes. Um, and I passed him, as I'm about to do, and <laughs> I overcooked the corner into the soft, squishy bits to the side and started wallowing there and, and wallowed then you in the corner. The straight. And wallowed in the straight. And then the next climb. And the next hill climb. And then I we just bumped. could not get all that mass back into the trail. And like then, it was just all soft, squishy. The next corner, and th- and then probably the one after I passed you after that corner. No, you'd pass me by this point, I think. <laughs> so then I catch back up to you, and I'm on a hill climb passing you, and I hit another soft spatch. I turn sideways, and you ram into me. <laughs> <laughs> but my foot's okay. That's why you wear the gear. Yep. And then I hit the throttle and got away from you. So somebody else rode today. Yes. Ahi tuna girl. <laughs> okay. Such a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Such a jerk. It's fine. Um, so I'm a newbie. This was my first time ever riding a dirt bike. Riding um, any bike. Yeah. Yes. Any bike. Um, How'd it go? It was good. Um, a little scary at first, but I got used to it. Um, I didn't do much riding, but I mean, I learned how to ride. You did very well. You took instructions while you paid attention and then you actually mm-hmm. implemented it. Um, I just was walking her back and up, just teaching her the clutch control, mm-hmm. clutch and front brake, keeping the feet on the ground. I passed her off to Donut, said, all right, I'm going to go sit down. You can keep going. That ended That's beautifully. That's when she almost crashed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> next, thing I, next thing I heard was, Mee-mee! Around the corner. That wonderful throttle out uncontrolled. There is there is a rule, by the way, about dirt riding is that you do not teach your significant other how to ride in the dirt. I would actually expand that into you in street riding as well. You do not teach your significant other how to ride. It's, yeah, it's yeah. been fine for me. You guys are crazy. Yeah. So that you, implies that he was actually teaching you anything. Who else is gonna teach you? So you got some speed on it, right? Yeah, for like three seconds and I managed to break. <laughs> so you got the clutch in, pulled the brake. Mm-hmm. Next thing I see is her coasting back down through the parking lot. <laughs> She's like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that was it for me. But um, I want to keep doing it. It was fun. I really want to learn. So okay. um, a good Here's experience. a question for you. Um, do you drive a standard car? No, I don't even know how to drive a standard car. Okay, so the the clutch concept was completely new. Yeah. Okay, I've always been wondering about people who first p- pick up motorcycling if knowing how to ride a, a, a standard helps them understand the clutch and the oh, feathering. Totally, and the, totally. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Okay. I, I didn't even know how to drive an automatic car until like a few months ago, and I'm like, how do I make it move? My dad's like, you press the pedal. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> There's no clutch. No. What black magic is this? <laughs> So it, it definitely does translate. Yeah. Just like knowing how a clutch works and thinking about sliding plates, you know, and like the clutch on, gas off. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll it, second that. It totally does help. So I, nobody nobody drives sticks anymore, which kind of really sucks. That's I sad. think we'd all be a lot better motorcyclists if you know people encouraged it. But uh, so, and I, do you have interest in riding, or you just wanted to see what this was all about? Um, at first, I just did want to see what it was, you know, get an experience out of it, but I really want to learn. And Do you want to ride on the street, or do, were you interested in the dirt? I think I want to stick to dirt for now. Okay. I was interested in the street, but I don't know. I think it's like, well, at least Donut Spike, I think it'd be like too big for me. Like <laughs> uh, Donut Spike is too big for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh. Truth 
hurts. Shots have been fired. So I'm gonna stick with dirt bikes. I think too a good thing when with street, I think it's good to have at least a cup some experience driving because then at least you get mm. more. You know what to do on the road. You, you know, know how to not get killed you, better. You you have well no because we almost get killed by people who drive all the time. I, but I know, it gives but you a little more situational awareness and. Um, you're able to look out for danger better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know how to deal with a back end sliding out yeah. on the no, street. No, I'm just talking about. If you know, you know how to drive, if, if you know how to drive, you know how to be a little bit defensive. But if you have I'm no gonna, experience, you're just right to get run over by the first person. Yeah. I'm gonna take a tiny bit of offense to that. <laughs> I've been riding my moped around town quite well, thank you very well, much. Well, you're I know. you're learning though. You're yeah, learning how no. to be defensive. I just I'm, actually, I'm gonna go with her. I think that it's um, that behaving like a car is what gets you hurt. I think yeah. knowing how cars behave, you know how to... Right. You know what to expect. Yeah. But, but they're trying to kill you. Yeah. And they're all a bunch of wankers. <laughs> and <laughs> you're faster, more agile, time. and cooler than they'll ever be. Well, I'm not saying you're not. I'm, we're not. Well, that's another I problem. that. <laughs> the moped only goes 30 miles an hour. <laughs> so, and I... Is that your... Is that a new jacket you have? Oh, yeah. Donut got it for me. That's oh. awesome. You got a nice motorcycle jacket. My advice would be, if you want to learn to ride... Get some basic gear. That way, if you're riding on the back of somebody's bike, you're prepared. And if you show up with your own gear, I think people are more inclined to teach you how to ride because at least you look like you know kind of what you're doing. Yeah. But, yeah, you're welcome to come down here and we'll put you on the XL175. She's got all the gear she needs. Um, um, no. 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 Everybody's stomachs mm. just turned. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Down today. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we got one more person who was out riding today. Uh, Dan. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, what is it? Dan did come this by. Is the sound yeah. of the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> on his dr 6 Dan. D. Fucking rock that good. thing today. Yeah, Dan. Yeah. He's awesome. never been on dirt, and he wanted to see what that thing would do. He said he, he had wrote a, a blast. Yeah, dr 650 Yep. DR650. And, uh, he, that's his daily commuter. It's yes. his daily bike mm-hmm. with. <laughs> He actually with uh, dual sport tires on him. He implied he might be kind of falling in love with, even more with his bike. Yeah. 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 I think he, he's gonna look for a ring. And well, he said, <laughs> and he was, and his his comment was, "Can we do this once a month, all the time?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm with him on that. Yeah. That As a note, his DR650 is almost a carbon copy of the KLR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when all that we love the KLR650 love fest goes around. That's that's the bike. It's yes. it, it's just it goes places. Yep. <laughs> um, Cheap. <laughs> profound man. Yeah, he he did good on that. I mean, we aired him down uh, to the proper like appropriate pressures, and he was when we had the enduro run at the end with all the big bores and the WR. He was up there. He was yeah. doing fine. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he was like in the number shoe slot almost all. Yeah. The ride today. In all honesty, the reason I hit the mud puddle was I was trying to execute a pass on him. And I wanted to get <laughs> ah. And so I took the the turn before I wanted to do the pass. I took a little wide, and I was going to try and cut the corner so I could get it just, just enough to get him on the next straight because I know the trail. And when I cut it a little bit wide and I was coming across the back end, hit that puddle, and Kate's back end decided it wanted to be in front. Mm. Oh, Adrian, I thought of a scary oh shit moment I had. Okay. And it was, Carl saw it. It was this like ridiculously, oh, yeah. <laughs> ridiculous, I, it was some quad with like tank wheels on oh, it. Oh, the Mad Max thing, yes. <laughs> yeah, the tank it was so Oh, I saw that. scary looking and I was going straight and I didn't even see that there was another trail merging on and he just kind of plowed through and I it scared the shit out of me. The thing was rad. I gave him the metal sign because that thing was <laughs> yeah. excellent. Zombie apocalypse. Yeah, he pulled out right in front of me and it was quite scary. Carl got to see everything good today. Yeah. He was right behind me too and I went over this this small jump thing and there was a, a hole <laughs> directly in front of me. Uh, luckily gassed it a little bit more on the on the end to to avoid it, but next time we do this, I'm gonna wear a GoPro. Dude, I we thought yeah. I was gonna I thought I was gonna land the front tire on that thing in the endo. I seriously thought I was gonna go over the cliff. But uh, a note on quads. <laughs> Justin's been saying this all day. It yes. makes me giggle. <laughs> quads. They've been bringing the more morbidly obese, uh, morbidly obese, 
and the terminally stupid The Great Outdoors for the last 20 years. <laughs> Seriously, on my, first, fun. <laughs> on my first lap, I had no less than three going the wrong way on a one-way trail. <laughs> now, it isn't even like it would be hard to find the right-way trail because the right-way trail is 10 feet away. <laughs> you, you simply have to not go down the giant wrong-way sign. There were a lot of signs, too, I have to say. I mean, yeah. many signs. Yeah. Hollister is like the Disneyland. It's it's well-marked. It's well-groomed. There's... How can you... And I'm on 700 pounds of bike on muddy ground. I don't stop quickly, as we learned the hard way. <laughs> right? it, there's a lot of weight behind it. I come around the corner, someone's going the wrong way, and it's a bad day for everybody. So when I say terminally stupid, I'm a little higher than them. They're going to get the full bike, and I'm going to go for a flying. There was thing. lots of people just stopped in the mm-hmm. middle of the way, too. And this is not a slow part of the of the course, either. It'd be after a sharp left or something, and it just stopped right there, looking at yeah. the view or something. And yeah, that's why I maintained, like, the we did Harmony um, and Ran- Harmony Gate and Rancho, Re- uh, Rancho Road or Rancho Rio Road. Yeah. Um, two of the common greens are some of the most dangerous trails out there at Halster. Uh, they're much more dangerous than the blacks and everything else. Why are they? Because so they got a bunch of. Because you have completely green riders who are, be fair, going very very slow. And it's and meandering about the it's entire. It's not really course. technical, so they get going way too fast. And incredibly oh, yeah. skilled riders who are railing it. Yes, you have um, people who are incredibly skilled who are using those trails to get to the be- the blues and blacks behind them, and they're going about. 50 miles an hour. Was that the one that was behind our campground and people were... No, that's Adobe. That uh, we didn't do because it was... Compl- sailing down there. Slicker than snot. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And if you look on the side of Harmony and the rest, there's big trees that when these people going 50 miles per hour screw up just a little teeny bit they go into. Uh, that's why there was two life flights today. Three. Really? Yeah. Is this a common thing? There yes. was one when we were parking. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. We saw the chopper. So much right for dirt us. riding being safe in the street yeah. riding. Man. If you're wearing yeah. the right gear and you're not being a moron, okay, you're not being a total moron. A complete moron. You can get away with being a little bit. Exa- well, no, yes. you take a look at like a lot of the times you get to, you know, if you're coming by these guys or you see them getting on the plane, they're not they're not wearing any gear. No. They're not wearing you know, there's so no back they have, they have dirt bike squids too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, completely. Completely. Well and I I've seen people out there that have a couple of beers before they go ride their dirt bikes. Uh, and yeah. last weekend when Doug and I were out there, you could smell weed in the parking lot, in the staging area. Like that guys, slows them down, though. You no. would hope. Yeah. <laughs> or it, it just takes away any yes. like slowing their judgment. They just start doing Dude, the stuff. I was going so fast. <laughs> <laughs> the first quad rollover I came to ever when I was out there, um, I walked up to the guy and I was wondering, like, why is everybody standing? Like, you know, I want to see if the guy's okay or whatever. And why were his friends standing around? Because the smell of hard alcohol was wafting off him. At a distance, this is through my own body stench and my helmet and the dust of the road that has clogged my nose, and I could still smell the the the, 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 the whiskey coming, just soaking out of this guy. Wow. And, and he's on the quad. Well, back again, he's... Well, he's not on the quad currently. <laughs> no, that was the guy, and came the, off of the quad. I saw him there, and then we did another lap around. The next time he came around, he was off the trail, meaning off the trail down 20 feet. Oh. Fun and and had to have his. They were every, a bunch of guys were pulling his quad back up, and he's sitting there quietly on the side, being cared for by his buddy, who's actually just keeping his breath from it from anybody having an idea that he is just so drunk he should not be on the trail at all. That's great. That's and this is not a unique. Did you do anything about that, or you just let it slide? I told his buddy if I saw him on the trail again, I would. No. Oh. Yeah. Right. This is a really good argument for Darwinism, I'd like to add. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Yeah, but how often they can take somebody else out, too. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. yeah. How often do those freaking quads roll over? Because I heard that they are, well, like, super rollover. Adrian and I pulled two guys out of the bush, too. Yeah. The first time we went out last April. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> we could actually track down the hill where he hit the side, came back to the side. This is where he tipped over, and that's where he got ejected. <laughs> yeah. This is where we found the quad, and we found him down the hill like five feet more. Yeah, he ping ponged. <laughs> he, yeah. he basically went boing, 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 boing off the sides of the trail. <laughs> um, wow. So, how was your experience today, Doug? It was great. Uh, yeah, every time we go out, um, the, the confidence, it starts off a little low, but lately it's been built, building faster, so you get warmed up quicker uh, as a newer rider anyway. Nice. So you get in the zone a little quicker. Um, 
first I was on the DRZ 250 and then uh, later on I tried I was on the CRF 230 and the, the the weight difference is incredible the power difference is you know it's a 230 mm -hmm. uh, yep. so a little underpowered plus the shifting issue but again yeah. that that bike is is really fun yeah. you can yes. just flick yes, it yes. anywhere it was a lot of fun and uh, after you learn the the point on the edge of the tire where it's gonna slip out after you learn that that slip point then you can really get going faster yeah, the owner of the bike could school all of our asses in dirt bikes. Oh yeah, so <laughs> on I mean, that bike, on that bike, on that yeah. Bike. Uh -huh. So it's not the whole power Has. thing, or not could. Has yeah, good point. So um, as you've um, you know, been riding dirt and the rest, what has translated into your street riding? Or what? Because you always hear the oh, you want to learn how to street, or you want to improve your street riding, learn dirt riding. Yeah. So what sort of things do you think are helping um, you out? Trusting the bike again. After uh, I crashed last year on the Ninja, I was finding it harder and harder to trust the bike. And that's one thing I'm slowly starting to learn again with the dirt riding is trust the bike. Do you have more cornering confidence? Yeah, more cornering confidence. Um, I want to say the leaning thing, but you're kind of leaning the opposite way. Well, I mean, what I could imagine, since I wasn't there, was that, you know, if you feel the rear wheel walk away, you might panic less. Right. I, that's one thing I hate about my streak riding, is that I can still handle it, but I just have that instinct, like, freak out as mm. soon as it starts walking As soon as you away. start to, yeah, exactly. Definitely. Can so. I just interject real quick that I... I accused Lucas of being a pussy for not going on the ride today, and let's just give him a chance to make it up. Maybe you can drag him out the next time. Would you go? Oh, dude, I wanted to go, man. Yeah, so you I wanted you. so hard. I didn't because I was visiting my parents because I blew them off the last two he times. He does like, have a brand new Jigsaw 750. If you need to go out riding today, I understand. <laughs> they do make knobby tires for it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like fun. That sounds like fun. I, I wanted to point out when... Oh, God, that was, was so funny. funny. That, that really was so funny. funny. Right, so I show oh up, and God. they go, Hey, Donut, you got a wrench? I go, what for? You're going to loosen up your, your suspension and get on the trails with us. I'm, what? On the CBR like, 600. Didn't you, didn't you let the air out of your tires and loosen the suspension? <laughs> yeah. I was uh, like, wait, you every, go to the store and get some tire glue <laughs> and add some knobs to your tires. <laughs> and everyone's looking at me straight face like, what is this? So let me get this straight. You rode a motorcycle to the dirt park and you didn't even take it like Harmony Gate? Dude, I got on the trails. You didn't see me. Before we showed up, he crashed with her on back. I got him. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I did have a scary, pretty scary moment. Well, other than the one that Carl saw on the motocross track, that's why I stopped early. I had a pretty uh, oh shit moment. Oh, uh, okay. However, a jump and I uh, almost endoed. I was too far forward. Tucker yeah. moment. Yeah. Oh, the, um, <laughs> past the tabletop, you take the left. It was and there's after the, the down, down with the, that eroded area that they're trying yeah. to make a side trail on now. And uh, yeah. yeah, so I almost. Uh, did the stoppy thing and then almost but yeah. didn't so that's why I pulled Thank over goodness. yeah and I was like alright it's time to go <laughs> let's go do that hill climb <laughs> that looks safer <laughs> at least the bike will flip the other, other way. way yes exactly don't have to worry about endos but that was yes. rad and that thing got the best of me the first time we went too and uh, mm -hmm. I dropped it like right around the way where you dropped it I was on the, the 250 oh right on and then we didn't get a chance to go do back and do it again but today I conquered it nice and nice. Uh, that was like a, a lifting moment for me today is conquering that that hill nice I, I didn't realize that you wanted to do that so yeah, I'm yeah. glad you were able to conquer yeah. it because yeah it's such a wonderful feeling to like okay I've never made it up this before this yep. thing has constantly beaten me and to finally just yeah, get through it. Yep. And yeah, there's a couple was, at Hollister that I still have. Like one thing I really I, wanted to do today was conquer that hill. Yeah, I've got one one more in Hollister that I definitely have to conquer. It's just, I have to wait. Actually, today would have been a good day for it because I keep trying to do it in the dusty end of summer, mm -hmm. and it's just so silty that I can't get the what bikes What part up. is that? Um, it's actually near there. It's the Twin Hills climb next to. I spent an hour and a half on that hill once. <laughs> wow. It's behind the TT track to the left instead of the right for the big It looks oh, really. I saw people going up that. It looks really uh, gentle and easy. To that. Yeah, I, when I was oh. going up the road, I was watching. Whoa, people going straight up no, this road. No, no, it's to the left of that. Okay. That's the one that they did. Right. Oh, okay. Um, it's it is it has a nice deceptive entry, and then once you're in it, there's at least one point where it is beyond ninety. There's a there's a hill there's a hill portion of it where 
in order to get it right, you have to be fully on the throttle. Your bike goes fully ber- vertical, and then just as, as it kicks out and hits the root at the top of the at the top of the cliff, you grab a handful of front brake and yank the front back on, yank the front onto the the shelf, and hope the rear follows you in. I'm sure my XL175 could have done that. I'm, yo, totally. <laughs> I'm sure Antonio could do it with an, on XL175. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Antonio could do it on an XL175. Though this one takes, he's got a ratio about <laughs> making it two out of every three attempts on this one. So, Doug, I got a question. You said this is the first time you did it. What did you do different? Uh, n- nothing. <laughs> nothing really. Uh, it just was learning to, uh, <laughs> yeah, keep it pinned. Yeah. <laughs> What yeah, it was keep, I was on a different bike today, so I was on the 230. Uh, it, it was the when we were doing on the 250, it just the guy got too, I was too uh, fishtailing too much, mm-hmm. and I just fell over. And I could have done it if we tried it again, but we just didn't get around to it that day. So today, yeah, I, that just, was I just was able to control the fishtail. Cool. So, um, Carl and Justin, you both um, do a lot of street, and now have some dirt behind you. What are things that the dirt has helped you with on the street? I no longer panic when I lose traction. My definition of crashed has been yeah. the bike has stopped running and is physically separated from me. Okay. That because you're not down at, until until you're down. Right. <laughs> and, until it, the concept of crashed means that there is a you, it is unmistakable. It isn't like you lay it down. Right. And dirt teaches you that there's you know the, the number of times you think that you're going to crash and you just keep it penned and you end up upright somewhere, maybe on the trail, maybe not. Sometimes with your bike embedded in the cliff. <laughs> it only happened once. I've got photo evidence otherwise. I actually dug up some of your early ones at Metcalf, where you put it into the fence and just <laughs> left it hanging. <laughs> oh. Oh. Justin's <laughs> hanging his head inside. Yeah. <laughs> he has nothing to say. <laughs> As a note, during my learning experience, um, I'm a very aggressive learner, um, and I learned on the 250. There was a standing order for lovers. Yes, <laughs> we would because we had time, um, mm-hmm. and we'd go out every weekend. And every Monday, I'd call up Wheel Ride and list off all the parts that I needed for that weekend. I, from the previous weekend, I broke oh easily thirty, forty brake levers on that uh, brake and yeah. shift levers. Um, oh yeah, I have a bent clutch lever now. Yes, I actually like it because <laughs> you can hook your hand in there and it's not going to slide off. It's guaranteed. You're going to stay on the clutch. It's really nice. It's awful. Part of dirt riding is you crash, yeah. and that's the other part is you don't. You're, you're no longer the crash is no longer this great big. Oh my god, I'm going to crash. It's yeah. you get back on the bike and keep going. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like I I came off. Ain't no thing. You know, and, and I got I got some cool new bruises, maybe. And now I'm, oh yeah, so it's less yeah. panic. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, or you have to have a medic uh, wash out your arm. <laughs> um, you're assuming I'm qualified as a medic. No, I wasn't calling you a medic. <laughs> I'm actually qualified for CPR and resuscitative. Good um, to know. Things. But wound irrigation. Um, kind of. Oh. <laughs> Good to know. I know how to do um, sutures. Oh, nice. Uh, the suture kit and irrigation kit is usually behind my driver's side. Or in the green bag that travels with me. It's about yay big. Yeah. Okay. He's got an yes. army medic bag. Thank piece. you, Justin, for okay. being there. <laughs> so, um, Carl. Yeah, so I, I guess since I've been dirt riding, it's nice to not panic about when the rear end steps out or when the front gets a little loose. Um but I, I really started dirt riding because I wanted more experience in the dirt so that I could do more adventure riding. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this, I hope, will translate later on to me on my big GS, like, you know, on some back roads somewhere. And I, I haven't had a chance yet. I haven't tried it. So uh, Let me categorically say that you're doing it in the right order. <laughs> yeah, okay. Doing the epic dirt adventure and then learning how to ride on the dirt is the wrong order. Well, so I, I have done a big epic adventure, and I I was uh, uh, in dirt for a lot of it for for many days at a time. But it was very slow, and we were like picking along, and it wasn't quite as much fun as it otherwise could be. So where was this dirt adventure? Uh, I was in India. Oh, nice. yes, yeah, uh, Himalayas even. Yeah, in the Himalayas. Uh, so I is that where that road is? Which one? <laughs> the one, like, yeah, the, that, that one road. The world's deadliest no. road. world's no. deadliest road is in South America, yeah. and turn the mic back to Justin. Yeah, that, yeah. The death Justin's road. probably done that one. That road yeah. is Actually, crazy. the road of death is kind of a tourist trap. Wait, there were brown people trap. driving yeah. on that but road. Yes, they were South American oh, brown people. Brown. We're not going there. 
<laughs> but well, Liza, they don't speak burrito down there. <laughs> yeah. No, they do. The, the road no. of death. No, 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 no. The road of death wow. is a mountain bike <laughs> tourist attraction. Sure, they, the uh, uh, the last person who died out in the last two years was an Israeli woman who fogged up her goggles on her mountain bike and rode off the edge. Um, because all of the truck traffic has been diverted over the new road that goes around it. Oh. However, oh, I can tell you that the Road of Insanity, which is its lesser known and more dangerous cousin, which runs, of <laughs> which runs out of La Paz and over to Oboro along the side of the mountain and is transited by tour buses on a one-lane gravel road with a 3,000-foot drop off the side. That's the one I, I was thinking about. Yes, Where that's still open. Oh, cool. You can see videos of, like, entire buses just going straight well, the, over the, the edge. Yeah, the, the buses, the, the Road of Death still has the wrecks down there. Yeah. But it's only one way, and it's only one way down. Yeah. So they, they took off. That's the problem fun. was that, it, that they had two-way traffic, two-way truck traffic on a muddy mountain road that had several thousand-foot drop. But all the stuff you see now, that all the advertisement, that's just the, that's the Bolivian tourist industries who are... There's a Bolivian tourist industry? Yes. <laughs> so back to what was the road in India you were on? Uh, it, was, yeah. it was the road of insanity for different reasons. Like, you know, it's, it's two-way traffic and, and it's full of tourist buses and trucks and cars and donkeys and elephants and uh, monkeys and all kinds of elephants? random... Yeah, so as, as we were leaving Delhi, we had to pass an elephant in the fast lane. <laughs> Literally. Oh. The elephant was in the fast the lane? The elephant was in the fast lane. <laughs> <laughs> what did he have in his trunk? <laughs> oh, Go. I want to say what I learned today, because okay. I, I wanted to do this to get more comfortable. Because if my tires slide at all, I get that like <gasps> my heart stops. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. so I want to feel more comfortable. So now I know. Next time that happens, I'm going to hop on the tank and pin it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. This is Pretty one much. of those times when it's awesome to be a girl because you can literally just like sit up on the tank and it's totally fine. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It makes awesome. me it's feel comfy. like I have to pee though. <laughs> that's my one complaint. Alrighty. <laughs> if you're a girl, you always have to pee. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So, I'll tell you, Kate's tank is perfectly comfortable for men. <laughs> so you've shopped the Mo Moto Bandito website then. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So um. What? Okay, does anybody else want to weigh on the things that they've wanted to transfer from dirt to street? I know for me, even one session of riding dirt made me ride Doug's DRZ, has made me ride Doug's DRZ totally different. When okay. I first started riding the DRZ, I mean, it gave me a lot more confidence riding the DRZ, and I definitely lean differently. I lean mm -hmm. like a dirt bike in the turns when okay. I'm on the DRZ SM. So 400 you, SM. You started riding it like a sport bike. Yeah. And now you ride it like it's a dirt bike. the same thing. Yeah. I didn't start riding it like I was supposed to until we yeah. went dirt bike riding. Yeah, yeah it definitely yeah, the made supermodel. me You like still RC. don't ride it like you're supposed to. Oh, shut up. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can get back into the pushing the bike down around this TT track and spinning out the rear. Yeah. Yes. Which you, you still, you lean into corners like you're on a sport bike as opposed to put. And unfortunately, I wasn't, I should have been taking the corners wider and faster. Because he did wind up passing you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How long? Have, never mind. Yeah. There, as a note, there should be no excuses. You pass, you meet, you pass me. Yep. It doesn't matter whatever, what else, what else is going on. What the great on. I think equalizer. I passed you twice today. Okay, the one on the 800, you had to work to pass a big fat 800 on a <laughs> dirt trail. On a deer. Did no, I didn't have to work really. <laughs> <laughs> which is why which is why we were neck and neck until we were coming to the corner and I knew I wasn't gonna be able to stop. No. <laughs> so um one thing And with the rear wheel. And the rear wheel. Yeah, moving. definitely. If I lock that up or slide, it's like, eh, okay. okay. Whatever. Yeah. Um so a lot of what people have learned or are learning from Dirt to Street is traction control, confidence in bike. Um, one of the things I've noticed from Dirt and Street is, and I think everybody's having this happen to them without realizing it, is the amount of information you can process mm -hmm. definitely goes up. Yeah. It's that much more stimulating to your brain, to your eyes. Totally. Yeah. So you start being able to process more information from the dirt. <laughs> so when you get onto the street, you're like, okay, there's a pothole up there. That's it. Okay, I'll get to the pothole. Oh, there's a corner coming up. Which is weird Lean because, over. you know, there's, there's uh, on a dirt track, there's not 
stoplights and stop signs and cops and cars going different directions mm-hmm. and intersections and it I don't know it, it seems a lot simpler you can really on a focus. Bike. but mm. I I do agree with you because I mean even like as we're driving back to the shop tonight leaving the uh, uh, dirt bikes you know in the truck uh, just transitioning back to driving a car I, I just felt like I had I don't know heightened senses or something like it. yeah. yeah it's just um, sorry Justin go ahead uh, as we're coming down high road and Adrian and I are playing um, dumb and dumber racing <laughs> <laughs> you can be Jim Carrey <laughs> <laughs> Just, and there's a there's a hard right there's a u-turn uh, a hairpin right and as you come out of it it's a boulder field oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah right yeah, i mean eagle's it, 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 nest i think yeah it's yeah. it's it's just a and if you immediately know what i'm talking about when you think about it because it's oh wow there's now rocks the size of you know my head and lots of them and that kind of response time is yeah um, I guess what I'm trying to say with um, the dirt riding is it's you be you you don't have to consciously filter as much of the important information versus non important information. Be like, okay, there's lots of trees, lots of colors, lots of you know small little rocks. Yeah. But your brain can process and go, okay, not important, not important, not important. Big rock, important. Yep. Um, <laughs> is so that it, necessarily the product of dirt riding, or can that you know if you do the same thing on the track, you end up having it translate to the street as well. So is it is it just dirt riding itself, or is it just riding? you know, without limits, flat out. Um, I think it's dirt riding itself. And the reason I say that is because I'm one of the rarities who did street first for a long period of time and then went to dirt. A lot of people did dirt as kids and then went to street. I never did. So I noticed a jump in my street riding when I started dirting. And that's what I attribute. I had something like that where I was like, oh, rock, dip, tail light. (laughs) (laughs) I actually experienced that too. Yeah, um, that's part of the missing parts. I have to go to the DMV and file a lost license plate. um, Because I was taking my Terra, which is my main commuter, off in the hills. And on some of the whoops, I got a little aggressive and sucked the rear, well, everything, license plate, fender, into my tire. Well, now now you're going to get an integrated light. (laughs) True. After I figure out the wiring mess that's now busted yeah. and melted. And what was the um, the the lever oh. pulley thing? What was um, that's for my seat? Oh. Um, the like the seat unlock it was a is cord actually with the, the little knob on the end of it. Yeah, it's actually in the back of the bike, so you you know ram the key in the back and turn it. Okay. If you need some taller shock absorbers, I <laughs> <laughs> might hit you up for that. So um, quickly, just wrap up. I wanted to thank uh, Cindy and Antonio for their loaners today. Um, Antonio was going to come down, but he's unfortunately sick, um, so he decided to wisely not make it. Uh, and Cindy's in LA, so otherwise they would have come down and seen all their bikes in action. Yeah, I wanted to thank Adrian and Douglas for kind of putting it all together and yep. bringing the bikes, and it sure. was fun. I I kind of want to go out again sure. now that my legs don't feel like jello, but I also feel like I'm pushing my luck if right. I do. Well, well, you're a headline. <laughs> the other thing that has not been mentioned is that street riding, okay, racing is physical is physical exertion, but street riding is not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dirt bike riding. Very it's a fracking yeah, workout. Whether you're going slow or fast, it's, sh- if you're doing it at all right, you're probably you should be walking a little funny at the end of the yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> that's an understatement. Uh, that's yeah. the camping events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll depend on how my walking is the next three days. Yeah, I found for me generally we would do Saturdays and m- Monday slash Tuesday I'd be limping around the office when I first started doing a lot of dirt. Um, so yeah, anytime that I am not here on a Sunday, I am most likely out at Metcalf or one of the local parks. So people are welcome to pick up loaners, pick up their own bikes, and come with me. Cool. So we're just going to wrap this up right now. Um, I wanted to thank everyone for listening. Megan, you're going to tell people how they can reach us? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think you should, Liza, without no, taking you, the card you out. No, you giggle when you do it. And when <laughs> I have to do it, I have to giggle and it's forced. It's not oh, real. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So you can reach us on Facebook. We are Recycle Santa Cruz. Our website is motorcyclesandmisfits.com. And our email is recyclemotorcycles 
Garage at gmail.com. Is that everything? Also check out MotoBandito.com. Oh, and we're on iTunes, so rate us. And we have a YouTube there. page now. Yes, we do. Woo! Liza, what's the YouTube page? I don't actually know that. I think it's Recycle Santa Cruz. Oh, I've just started... You can check out a really fun video on there that was posted, what, There's last a, night? A donut yeah, dance party. Donut dance party. <laughs> no, that's, it's I really think we great. Should. You should all go <laughs> Everybody. Everyone. Let me just say, if you... Pick up somebody's GoPro and video yourself alone dancing. And then leave that footage for it. with Look, them. it was a good time. It, <laughs> was, <laughs> it, was, it was for Doug to see later as he's scrolling through all his videos. He's just going to get one of me being a complete, you know, goof. Not for Liza to put up on YouTube. Come on it's, now. It's the Garage's GoPro, GoPro though, <laughs> yeah. not just Doug's. <laughs> yeah, it, it got unleashed, man. I, it wasn't ever in my... Possession. So, did you did you do the dance from Silence of the Lambs? Oh, <laughs> did you do the truffle shuffle? <laughs> did you twerk? I did a shuffle. Um, hey, he before have we ab- like he's got abs, he can't do the truffle shuffle. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> before we go out, I wanted to say we did get um, somebody contacted us. We got Lucas's first hate mail. And uh, this is uh, Roland Cannon. He's a cool guy. I've been talking with him. He's uh, uh, offered himself to be our bullshit meter. <laughs> let us know. But uh, sure. he wanted me to pass on to Lucas. Uh, tell Lucas to stop with the motorcycles are lean bullshit. This really screws people into bikes giving 25 mile per hour instead of 50. If this were true, there would be no 90s bikes since they, they would have all burned up. <laughs> So, so he's basically saying your emissions theory about bikes being so lean is bullshit. Well, he's talking about <laughs> nice bikes, right? In rebuttal. Uh, I'll, I'll let you read it. I just wanted to, you know, Ooh, give a shout out to Roland Cannon. He also said some nice things about the girls. He too, did. Which really? Was, yes. Yes. Yeah. He thought we sounded somewhat knowledgeable for girls. Yeah. No, he meant no. the best of that. Yeah. Uh, I appreciated I it. So, again, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, this is Liza. We have Doug, Adrian, Lucas, Megan, Jake, Ari, <laughs> Donut, Carl, Justin. All right, we're out. Cool, cool.